did you know he's only 19? It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. Oh, who's this guy? That, that's even more impressive. That's amazing. Young, so young. Why have no one mentioned this before? Exactly, why were we not in front? Is this, is this not on Twitter? I should tweet this. Raise your voice. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast. The podcast that Nutmeg News says hugely impacted Alfonso Davies' development. <clears throat> just by our talking about him. Hey, they yes. said it, it was on the internet, so therefore it has it's, to be true. It, it must be true. We're storing this Twitter last week. the internet? Bayern Munich listened yeah. to us. They mm. should. Well, if they did their scouting, they know how successful we were at Toronto. Exactly. And, and our future with the Canadian Women's National Team callback. So mm. clearly. Uh, we're sorry we missed last week's show. Uh, I fled town and Mark had no internet, so, you know. Fuck that shit. No yeah. <laughs> but we're back. Duncan, Duncan and I were ready. Yes. Ready to go. And we thank we, we, you for that. We recorded one in our minds. We just didn't have the technology to be able to actually record it, put it on It's the for platinum subscribers. Yes. Yeah, the, uh, the, 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 the telepathic podcast is, that's, we only do that just on very special occasions. Yeah, it's um, like that it's like that Planet of the Apes one where uh, you know, the nuclear <laughs> bomb people are uh, talking to each other. Yeah, their big exactly brains. Exactly what it was like. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That was well painted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on this week's show, we look back at last week uh, TFC blanking the White Caps. Talk about some world footy because about that last week we did. Well, but I want to know what the to... blank is. Did you, what, what <laughs> swear word was in there? That was in our minds. Oh, gross! Better left there. Uh, talk about some world footy because you know apparently something happened. Uh, see what's happening on the island. Look ahead to this week's Which match one? against the Cheesemakers and Island. more. <gasps> now to the panel. There are no fancy introductions this week, so say hello to Duncan Fletcher. Let's go books and brewers, apparently. Huh. Indeed. All of Milwaukee. Uh, mm. Welcome to Mark. Thanks. Oh. Say what? hello, Tony. There's no more than that. Fuck it. Tony, <laughs> <laughs> say hello. I, uh, people were talking over my time to be fancy, and now I blew it. Get it. Oh, Sorry. Dear. It was, was going to be awesome. Totally it awesome. Fan- it was fancy. Try again. There was a doily and everything. No. Try again. Try again. Ooh, a doily. <laughs> Introduce Did him again. Did you tab it yourself? We'll be quiet. Okay. Introduce him Say again. Say hello, Kristen. Tony. Hey. Spectacular. <laughs> Spectacular. <laughs> Amazing. Tony Walsh, everybody. As uh, for me, I am your host, Kristen Knowles. And now to this week's show. to talk about like fancy european things but we're going to talk about tfc first so there um and we're going to talk about the excitement or something excitement. that was 
Uh, it was exciting, apparently. Uh, Toronto FC versus the Whitecaps, not once, but twice last week. Canadian what have three we <laughs> What did we learn from these matches? At least when it comes to playing against Vancouver, Toronto good, Vancouver bad. Mm. Or that in a Canadian three-way, someone has always got to be the bottom. Mm. <laughs> it's true. Can't they just be the middle? No. No. <laughs> they're the bottom. Okay, One team will be the middle, sure. In Canadian erotica, they're known as the syrup receptacle. <laughs> <laughs> the tap. Sticky. Yeah. Once the tap. Yeah. Once oh, the yeah. Oh, all right. Once um, the bucket. <laughs> sugar shack. Oh, yeah. Sugar that, shacking. Mm. They're the fries in the Canadian poutine. Mmm. Yeah. True. Squeaky curds. <laughs> oh, crap. Makes the gravy oil. thick. And then, uh, yeah, yeah. Do you know it could be the gravy on top of everything? Oh, yeah. Oh. Anyway, so in their first match at BMO Field uh, last Tuesday, they, they got covered in gravy. <laughs> they trounced <laughs> Vancouver 3 0. Uh, two goals for Pablo Piatti. Hey. Who is Javier Martinez special? I say like, exactly. I know it's like okay, you got your two. What have you done for us lately? And Nick DeLeon came on and scored uh, what is now becoming sort of a mini tradition for him to come on late and score a goal. But uh, I think the main thing in that match, other than the fact that they won handily, was that Toronto Hot. took away. Um, the Vancouver keepers, uh, not well, scoreless streak, not having been scored on Hassal. He's you know he'd played very well um, at they the end of his the. Sheets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, that's exactly. That doesn't come What out. I was going for, yes. <laughs> Gravy everywhere. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Those things could stand up by themselves. Yes. <laughs> Can you guys go back to doing a telepathic show and we'll do something else? Um, anyway, so, you know what? It was a good game. Well played. Ah, Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know, right? You uh, dirty dog. Psychically gross. Psychically gross. And then um, oh, on Friday night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, Tony. I know. I think the the best part about this gag is that it's even worse that it's a podcast because it's it really the, is. Yeah, the it, it just, there's there's no like it's different when we're describing no facial reaction. Yeah, there's yeah, no exactly. context, so it's no, like none whatsoever. It's a yeah. This is we found a new way to and, piss to, off a listener. It's exactly, great. exactly. How how much worse can we make this? I, um, you you want to hear? Right. Listen to this. <laughs> Oh! <laughs> wow, that's just rude, Tony. I know. I know. <laughs> funny, but rude. Uh, I know. But it's really funny because it's true. And then they play Vancouver again on <laughs> Friday. Oh, good. Um, in a less exciting match, as uh, you know, Vancouver's so bad, Toronto could be pedestrian and still win. They only won 1 0, but Richie Larea. Very nice goal. But the most important thing about the match from Friday wasn't even really the score. It was the fact that Liam Frazier didn't just play, but he started. 
Was this instead of Michael Bradley or yeah, alongside? I, I hope this I hope, was I wish, alongside Michael Bradley. I wish Michael Bradley a speedy recovery because there's no way they were playing together. I just they were playing together. I kid you not. I almost impossible. fell over. I, I don't even I don't even know if that is physically possible to happen. But okay, Kristen, whatever you say. Did Michael it, Bradley need an alibi for something? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I I didn't watch Friday's game at all. I wasn't even aware it was on. Um, but uh, oh, I you missed the game. Yes, I watched the first game, and I think Fraser came on as a sub in that. And yeah, he looked good. He was like, just like passing the ball about, just very sort of neat and tidily and quickly. And it's like, oh, Fraser looks sharp out there. I like him. Uh, you know, who knows what he did in a full game? You guys, what did he do? Impressive. Mm. I just told you. <laughs> um, no, it was, you know, it was good to see him getting something resembling significant minutes. I know initially in the match on Friday, they were making a big deal of the fact that Marky Delgado wasn't playing. Oh, my God, they sat him down. Marky Delgado always plays. But how much Fanny really had wanted to give Liam Frazier minutes um, because, you know, Liam Fraser should get some freaking minutes. So uh, hopefully this is a this is a trend we get to enjoy more of. I think um, kind of the other sort of takeaway from this, other than again that Vancouver's really bad, um, is that like, Justin Morrow uh, is clearly not fully recovered from his foot injury that he uh, suffered during the the COVID cup. Um, so Richie LeRae has been playing in his position because Auro plays on the right. And is, is, is he a left back? He's not, but he's, he's been playing not over a there. Left back. He's mm. not a left back, but he's been playing like one. So um, this starts to sort of beg the question as he's Who playing. Who is a left back? Yeah, that, well, there's that other than Justin. It's philosophical. Mm. <laughs> is... Uh, are we starting to maybe see the a downward trend for Justin Morrow? Is Richie Larea, you know, is this his moment? Is he going to take over and Morrow will be relegated to the subs bench? How old is Morrow now? No. 32? Hmm. Uh, let's Interesting. See. Is Colorado interested? Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> Always. <laughs> um... Yeah, I guess this is Larea's moment because Morrow's injured, so hey, it's Richie's time to shine. But uh, no, I, I don't see him taking over from Morrow uh, consistently when Morrow is healthy. At least for whatever passes for this season, that won't happen. Uh, you know, after that, do salary cap concerns come in? I feel like Justin Morrow's making a decent uh, chunk of money yeah. that if they ever need to uh, be, you know, getting rid of some old guy that's making too much money, then, yeah, off to Colorado with him. Yeah, I don't know when his contract <laughs> yeah. ends. Uh, I, I imagine it's got another year on it, probably, just because I've, I haven't heard that he's in the last year of his contract. Yeah, so. I don't... I th yeah, I think he. I think you're right. I think he's got one more year, but... Mm -hmm. um, so maybe you can see that as the petering out. So if they were to move him, maybe it would be next year, like in the off-season, but whenever that is. But, yeah, uh, well, in... I don't think he's ready for the sort of Stephen Caldwell, Dickie O'Brennan, Danny Califf sort of retirement. Keep going. 
keep into, going <laughs> into a brand new position we've created for him. You know, he's he's still got a good, you know, few years in him as a player. I think before that happens. I mean, I'm pretty sure that that position of player engagement is still well, you know, under undertaken by. Uh, but oh God, his name escapes me. His name escapes me. Dirizario? Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, uh, the hi, hi. Uh-huh. Konnichiwa! Yes, yes. That... Jason Hernandez. Thank you! There you go. <laughs> Hello! Hello! Hi, Locker Jason. room? <laughs> Locker room! Okay. Um, yeah. It's I, I, never not funny. I'm glad you guys think that. I, I really do. Because it's the most stupid... Like, I've done a lot of dumb things, and they're recorded, and there's plenty of evidence. But that is really, like, the dumbest thing. It's just, like, mindless, like... Anyway, um, yeah, uh, maybe, maybe there's maybe there's another weird fucking term that they can no, come up with I to think, give him a job. I think when and if Justin Amaro leaves professional playing, I think he will transition into some sort of activism. Oh. Yes, he's going to. Yes, exactly. He's in the he's in the chrysalis stage right now. Cool. He will emerge. Is that why he's um, off? Is he cocooning? Perhaps. Makes they just sense. Don't show us. Weed. Like Wilford um, Brimley. It's the right thing to do. Diabetes. Eat your oatmeal. Um, so it, uh, it's, it's just interesting to see, you know, Larea taking on the role better than I expected, I think, in a consistent way. Um, as much as I love Justin Morrow and I want to see him back. Um, I, I know. Is it yeah. worth TFC getting rid of him to, like... Bore the wrath of celebrity TFC supporter Kristen Knowles. Exactly. Like, do you really Ugh. want to do that? Do you want to take that chance? God. Daily reachouts. So. What so. I'm really thinking is, is that this this really sucks for Ashton Morgan. I mean, he's been right there the whole fucking time. And now, okay, as soon as they get rid of him, now Justin Morrow's in. Which leads me to the next question: Whatever happened to Ashton Morgan? How is he not in the CPL or something? Where is he? What what's? He's at RSL. Not is he playing? Yeah. Uh, he's, he's not playing in Utah. Good for him. Yeah, yeah it's awesome. he's, he's, he's on the bench, but still getting MLS money. All right. Uh, yeah, basically. Good. Fair enough. There's your answer. Yes, agreed. Hundred percent. That is my answer. Didn't realize that. Good for him. Well, it'd Ish. be better for him if he was playing. Uh, yeah. Do you well. want to be playing for CPL wages or not playing for MLS wages? Yeah, especially in this weird kind of year and stuff. See that contract through, and then you know, probably not a load of MLS suitors lined up for him when it runs out. So, time to make his big splash in the CPL. Mm. If everyone, yeah, I guess can, I, I, if everyone I can get excited for Mo Babuli, we can surely all get excited for Ashton Morgan. And you better uh, get excited for Ashton Morgan. I'll be mad oh, if you yeah. don't. So there. <laughs> That's right. I told you. Wrath of Kristen's um, real, guys. It really is. Just because we're not in the same room right now doesn't mean... Unless he's in Edmonton, then it's like, bleh. Yeah. (laughs) Who'd want that? What players ever come out of Edmonton anyway? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. Nothing good. Nothing good has ever Nothing good ever happens in Edmonton, no. No. Glenn Anderson's mustache. Mm. (laughs) Dr. Andy Craig? (laughs) <laughs> Randy Gregg. Randy, Randy, Dr. Randy Gregg. Dr. Randy Gregg. Wow. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's a pulse. Wow. This became a uh, Retro Oilers podcast. Yeah. I'd like to shout out Seriously, to Seriously, what the fuck? Uh, this is, is for you. <laughs> In the next segment, Grant Pierce half row. ever? Aw, Grant Pierce. says, what have we ever And you won't believe the hockey? shit him and Andy Moe got into. <laughs> oh, wow. Stop I'm, it. I'm, not, cycl- I'm cycling through my hockey cards right now. Not just a synthesizer, a synthesizer, a backup keeper. Yes. <laughs> and I guess we don't talk about that one time Steve Smith's kind of snuck up behind him. <laughs> Didn't like that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Because that got really weird Tench? really fast. Yeah. Um, yeah. Normally we talk about uh, this Steve segment Smith a little later on in the, the show, but uh, I've decided to we decided to move it up. We're going to talk about World Footy now instead of later, because apparently there are exciting things happening in the world of footy. So first, what the thing that everyone wants to talk about is the Europa Final. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Woo. Sevilla yeah. again. The Ropey. Sevilla again. Oh my God. They should Dynasty. just rename it the, the Sevilla final. I, I think two, that like two more. Sixth time? Two more it becomes the Sevilla Cup. I believe that's the Yeah, they get the a charter. free one. Don't they get a free one? Oh, yeah. Uh, I always thought that like, the Europa Cup winner got to play in Champions League next they year. Do. They do. And then they, and then they get knocked out in the round of 16, and then they drop back into the Europa League oh, and, win, right. and win it again. Yes. <laughs> it's gotcha. the most I forgot about circle that of life! <laughs> I forgot about that uh, loser point thing. Yeah. Okay. It's like the snake eating its own tail thing. Ouroboros? Mm. Yeah, that thing. Mm. I, didn't I, think, know how to, I didn't know how to name. I'll take random shit for 400, Alex. Did you do? I was on a game show once. Anyway. <clears throat> yeah. Yes, you were. Um, so, yeah, it, uh, you know, there was a game. Some people watched it and uh, Sevilla won. Congratulations. That is a summary. <laughs> wow. Isn't it just? Wow. I know. I'm, Some of the guys are wearing shorts. Uh, my <sighs> fun, the, okay. All of them may- were wearing tops, though. So, mm-hmm. may- so maybe you guys can, can have the answer to this because I did a very quick research thing and I gave up all equally as quick. They mentioned that there was some player in the game who was born in Canada. Who the fuck was it? Oh, shoot. Who is that? That is, oh, oh I had his name again. in my notes. And Doug I Lukaku. What happened to Keith? Didn't Keith make it? <laughs> nah. Keith's that, Keith's that air. Keith. <laughs> Doug Lukaku. <laughs> anyway, um, okay, all right. That was wh- whoever it was. I didn't. I, I like. I'd like to think I at least have an idea of all the random trivial. Oh yeah, he lived in Canada for two years, but he still plays for France. Whatever. Um, 
the other thing was is that, and I didn't realize this, uh, they said on the on the broadcast that Inter hasn't won a trophy in ten years of any yep. kind. Yep. Inter. It's hilarious. Holy shit! Oh, I didn't realize that they were that uh, lacking. Is, it, is that basically presumably is this karma from like Jose Mourinho was there? They won a bunch of things. He left, and now they uh, they just can't win a thing. I. This, I, I don't know. I just it, well, I think it's just, you know, Juventus uh, got relegated that one time, didn't it? That probably helped oh, them. And since they came yeah. back, mm. yeah, Calciopoli. Yeah, they they, mm. they took the drop for all the uh, all the shithousery with uh, match fixings. So mm. anyway, like, I, I, like like stuffing in mm. Brussels sprouts. Yes. Um, I, I, I what what, uh, what uh, team? Uh, what what club was the uh, so this uh, faux Canadian supposed to be on? Sevilla or Inter? Couldn't I couldn't figure it out. Right. I rewound it like four times, and I had no idea what they're talking about. All right. So yeah, again. Anyway, uh, the one thing I will say about that game is I was very surprised at how I couldn't tell. I think it was Sevilla is that good because Inter couldn't do a fucking thing right for like the last thirty five minutes. Uh, Sevilla looked fantastic. Like, like, like what? It, it was one of those performances that, if you were just kind of getting into footy and you, you needed a team to kind of glom onto, I'd have been sold on Sevilla right there. They they looked they they were creative, they they were kind of like even though the scoreline it was three two it wasn't like an it wasn't a drubbing but Sevilla gave no fucks and yeah. and and they looked fantastic. They really really did so. Full I'm, marks to them. Absolutely. Right, I'm 100% is... down with the... Uh, oh, you Sevilla beat me to it. I was looking. Winning. It's uh, place for Sevilla. It's Yassin uh, Bonau. Mm-hmm. And he grew up in Montreal, but he plays his international football for Morocco. And, mm. uh, yeah, is loaned out to Sevilla for the season. A few appearances. So that's 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 the that's the Canadian. Ah. Fun, fun. We learned something. What position? I don't see his name on. I'm on their Wikipedia. He's a, he's, a, he's a keeper. Oh. Oh. Oh, one of them. I think the only position I didn't click on. Backup Good. keeper. Mm. Fantastic. Good goalie. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Excellent. Yeah. Good for him. Yes. Indeed. I, uh, Congratulations. But yeah, I have no problem with Sevilla just winning it every year. You know, generally that sort of thing gets boring and you hate it. But yeah, Sevilla, sure, I'm fine yeah, with it's that. Kinda, it's it's, it's kind of delightful and hilarious. Not just oranges. No. Yeah. I, no. I, I genuinely love the fact that there is a, effectively a dynasty for the B Cup. Yes. <laughs> like it's like like the I it, it just it seems like no disrespect to Sevilla, but they are clearly like. A tier, a second tier team in the pantheon of Spanish football, like and not in the second, not I don't mean like they're a second division team. There's just like you've got three at the top, and then there's the next chunk, and the next chunk, and like and that that's the tier I'm talking about. And I I could honestly see any second tier club in any of the big leagues being that team, but nobody nobody gets there consistently, and if they do, nobody gets that far consistently. So the fact that it's Sevilla all the time is just spectacular. Like, mm. like it's their cup. They're the the the, the Crash Davis of European <laughs> soccer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
That's good. That's good. But yeah, yeah. So yeah, get get to them. Anything else happen in Europe uh, worthwhile? I I feel like. Yeah, apparently. So there was this. I don't know. Probably some games in Belarus. Was there a? a, a... Uh, Mark I, Belarus? Is um, there anything? Uh, Mark, yeah. Uh, Dinamo Brest lost to Belshina, so like bouncy, <laughs> bouncy. Fuck my life. I mean, Seriously? I didn't bet on it, but I was gonna was, say, how much did you lose? A dollar fifty? Oh my no, no, it would have been a whole dollar. But it was just when I saw that result, it's like, what am I doing with my life? Like it really became. <laughs> it was a bit existential. Like, why do I put myself through this shit? Um, I couldn't believe it. I thought, like, I, when I tuned in, it was one nil Belshina at half, and then right off, right off the kickoff. Rest tied it up. I'm like, okay, this is going to happen. Good. Finally, they got their... Oh, no, they conceded the other way, like, two minutes later. So, good times. It was, it was, it good was times. Like York versus Hamilton today. It's like, yeah, what the fuck's like going on? Okay, it's going to be okay. Oh, it wasn't. I can't believe I missed both Forge, game, For, Forge goals in that. I, I was... Took a late lunch so I could watch the first half out in the living room. And as I was kind of getting set and migrating back to the office and grab a drink, go to the washroom, turn it on. It's like, two all. what the fuck happened? Fuck. And then I... That, get, th- th- that's what half yeah, time's no, for. D- I know. I, I, well, anyway, so I went back out to tell <laughs> to tell the wife that, hey, that game we were watching where Hamilton was losing, it's now tied. And then when I came back, Hamilton conceded the penalty. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so I this, this is all your fault, is what you're saying. So this is that time when I went to the washroom so that TFC could score goals. Score goals, right. And, it, and ah. I think I had a two-game streak where that worked. And then it, it obviously did. It was, never it was, did. It was quite nice. But, like, the, the science showed, Mark watches, they're shit. Mark doesn't watch, they're good. I shut it off. Didn't work. But <laughs> it, if, if they'd gotten the draw, I would have been like, I'm, I, don't, I will not watch Forge if it means we win. So... But anyway, uh, yeah, that was uh, that that was kind of a weird little match. It was nice to see that Forge got their shit together in the second half because that first half they they had they didn't have didn't they didn't really it didn't feel like they had a lot of answers. But uh, anyway, yeah. so Mark skipped ahead a section, the, the, so we're gonna we're gonna section. go back. Mm. Sorry, yes, <laughs> um, the world section. To the world well, you guys section. brought it the fuck up. We were talking about Edward Gradabev. Exactly. <laughs> Rubbish. Were we? <laughs> yeah, we were. It's on me. All right, Champions League. Champions. The League. champions. Yeah. yeah so, so uh, Leon is going on to the final after dismissing PSG in the women's. Exactly so, against nice. Wolfsburg. So. Is, so. <laughs> I love that this could be the longest fucking tease ever. Um, yeah, Wolfsburg. Yeah, I didn't. I, I tuned in late for that. They look. They look. They're they look very. Good. Yes, they're very, very good, good right now. They will give uh, they'll give Leon a run for their money. Um, so Kadisha Buchanan, <laughs> three time champion already of the Champions League, can go goes for her fourth. Um, sadly, that meant Jordan Heidema and Ashley Lawrence not going to the final. Aww. Oh. And all I can think, all I keep thinking about is all those poor sports writers who were salivating over getting to talk about you know. Jordan Hoytema and her boyfriend both going to Champions League finals in the same year. It's like Riverdale. It's amazing. Mm. Um, sadly, no. But, uh, you know, that's okay. You think uh, so, feel bad for Ashley Lawrence because presumably 
you know, she's just constantly losing to Kirishi Buchanan's team in this whole... Uh, it happens a lot, yeah. Well, yeah. that's the whole... Leon tends to... They've really got PSG's number, and it's it's quite stunning. They have they just cannot... No matter what, they just cannot seem to win against this team. And, um, like, the Leon team's been together for a really long time as well. Uh, they've got some incredible players. Well, both sides do. Uh, PSG has a younger side, though, so I think in the next couple of years... We'll see a, a reversal of fortune in that sense. Uh, but Wendy Renard was the difference maker. Beautiful header um, from her. And she's... No, it's a fox, isn't it? Not a <laughs> it is. I was Jesus. like, what? <laughs> Come on, Duncan. Um, she's very, very good. Like, she's one of the best <laughs> players in the world. And she and Kadisha... Um, you know, Something's they locked down the defense. <laughs> what does the uh, both sides say? saw quack, red quack, cards quack, 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 quack. <laughs> in this match. Um, but, weird. <laughs> but PSG couldn't overcome 70 minutes of mediocre play because they did wake up towards the end of the match and it was like, oh, things might happen. No, no. Uh, Leon were always, pretty much always in control of this one. Um, the, other than the fact that, you know, Leon moved on, Kadisha Buchanan. Um, Moves on to another final, sort of the, not really a highlight, a low light from this match was when um, uh, PSG player Sandy Baltimore was subbed off and the, the coach of PSG, uh, Olivier uh, Ekoafni, I don't even, I, other than describing it's called you know, rubs in the a, clubs. As, as, a, as, a, as a manhandling Handsy. of his player. Hansy is a nice way of putting it. Um, a vertical it spooning. I cringed so hard. Like I've just, like I like shuddered it's watching it watch. happen. It's hard to watch. It is. It it should be like it, if you watch that and you aren't uncomfortable with it, you are part of the problem. Um, no one. Nope. No coach. No matter their 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 sex, whatever, should ever manhandle. Uh, maul a player like that in an attempt to comfort them or ever. Um, anyways, it's very cringy. It's the, the clip is all over Twitter if you have not seen it. Um, I have not seen a, an apology from him as of yet or any kind of statement. Uh, just lots and lots of tweets about it. Lots and lots of tweets. And it's, it's very cringy and it's very uncomfortable and it's completely inappropriate. So... Yay for that being the lasting memory of that match. Woohoo! Um, this so just makes final... it okay for Steve Bruce to get up to all kinds. <laughs> and you know so he the does. final of the Women's Champions League is this Sunday at 2 p.m. Um, so it's Wolfsburg versus Lyon. So predictions. Uh, Lyon will win. I don't know oh, much yeah. about Wolfsburg. Lyon will always win. Lyon will win. Yeah. Leon are the professionals. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, uh, Le Leon are the Sevilla of of uh, <laughs> this. So <laughs> yeah, Leon. Good. Very yeah. well. But Wolfsburg will look better because they have Wolfsburg because they have Wolfsburg kits. They some do. The Those finest. are some sharp kits. Uh -huh. They're amazing. Yeah. Oh yeah, compared to Leon, yeah. Sure. Oh no, Leon have terrible kits. If it had been PSG versus Wolfsburg, that would have been like a kick cup. It would have been awesome. Um, I'm saying 2-1 for Leon over Wolfsburg. Yeah, I'll, 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 sure. I'll, take, I'll take that. I'll take 2-0, too. I'll take 2-0. 2-0? Yeah. 
All right. Three one. Whoa. Ooh. Disappointing lopsided three nil for for no reason other than being a contrarian. <laughs> Take that. All right. Well, we have learned our lesson. Thank you, John. Mm -hmm. Indeed, we have. Thank you. Thank you for putting us in our places. All right. One last thing before we uh, That's leave about World it for World Footy. Footy. That's about yeah. it. <laughs> so there's this other Champions League game. Um, mm. It was a final. Some Canadian kid from Edmonton. Edmonton? He's, Is it no, Edmonton? No, 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 19. 19. Oh, yeah. Artie Davids yeah. or something like that? Alfie? Mm. Alfred? Alan. No. Alfred's a, yeah. Alan, Alfred's Alan, a, Alan Davis. Alan yeah. Davis, Alan Davis. Yes. yes, that's that sounds That's familiar. him. That's him. So Alfonso Davies, of course, um, with Bayern Munich, uh, who've had an incredible season. He's had a great season. The club's had a great season. And uh, they more or less handily won the Champions League final. Uh, you know, PSG could do nothing. Uh, Nanny was ineffective. Mbappe had a couple moments. Not Nanny, like, sorry, Neymar. Like Muppet babies. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Nanny uh, is D ineffective. <laughs> Di Maria but probably... But stripey socks on the kit, though. Oh, yes. yes. Classic Mark um, loves Nanny socks. Hells yeah. I'll it was... You know, I, I, I admit, I, it was kind of a, for a good chunk of it, it was kind of a bit of a, kind of a boring match. It was like, oh, yeah, like, are things going to happen? I don't know. But Alan Shearer is on the fence about Davies. He's not sure if he's going to pan out or not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's probably uh, a flash in the pan. You know how many 19 yeah, years ago these, 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 exactly, no, these, 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 I'm being sarcastic. He was like, he was like, he was like, he would not stop talking about oh, okay. it. I know. Okay. I did not know that. Yes. He was... Alan Shearer is fucking awful. Oh yes. <laughs> now, now I don't. Not knowing about Ugh. the uh, basis of uh, of the uh, zone and how they is that. Are those specific? Are they specific for the Canadian broadcast? Because they so. were talking way too much about Davies and Canada, and no, you know, so. yelling at the at the viewer, "Hey, Canada, get ready to celebrate." It sounded too like no. tailored for it. I think I they just picked so. it up from BT Sport or something like that. Yeah, I, really? I don't. I don't believe so. Like, I don't, but it I was, don't it think was... there's a zone studio for for yeah. the stuff. I was just wondering. Well, a because why would Alan Shearer be getting that gig? But but also too, like, like I thought maybe they were like a, a C squad, specifically put maybe for North America or something like that. But it was like, it was like, that's, man, if I was that's watching, definitely possible. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure, but it, was, it, it seemed like way too tailored towards Davies. I know he's a big story and everything, but it was like. Wow, if I was watching this in Belarus, I'd be like, yeah, enough already. <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, I think my basic concern was that there may have been people out there who like, legitimately were playing an Alfonso Davies drinking game, and mm. all of them are in the hospital now. Um, they're still in the hospital recovering because 10 minutes in and you'd be passed out needing an ambulance. Whether you chose the number of times they mentioned he's Canadian the number of times they mentioned he's 19, the number of times you mentioned how he's come in and taken over this role for his own, and all of Canada is watching. Oh, my God, the phrase, all of Canada is watching. I just wanted to throw things. Yeah, see? Too much of that. There was a lot of that. Why would they care so much? I don't know. It, it seems suspicious. Dun, dun, dun. Footy conspiracies. Um, 
and then it was interesting to see uh, people are so so quick to be like oh you know Davies was just okay in this one and he wasn't as flashy in this match, but he was doing what he needed to to do in this game, um, which was... Did you not hear Alan Shearer cream his Blackburn kit over that headed <laughs> pass back to the keeper? Wait, oh my God, it did. That was ones? hilarious. That actually might be my favorite moment. Yeah. Cool as ice. Oh, the poise. Smart. Poise. The, 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 the smarts on this young man, you know. Although all very true, but yeah, sure. he went on about it for like five minutes. Yeah, it was, the, it was like the greatest headed pass back to a keeper, perhaps Ever. of all time. The greatest headed pass to anyone, never mind back to a keeper. Apologies. Yes, exactly. Yes. Never, Apologies never to you and the Shearer family. <laughs> yes. Never mind headed. <laughs> it was the greatest pass ever. Um, so yes, to uh, anyone if with you, any part of your body. If you Sweet. can, if you can tune out that part of the game maybe watch it on state i don't know if they had this one on stadium sound or not or if you could only get the commentators maybe put it on mute um again it was a, it was an odd it was like an oddly quiet match um for, no for, for, <laughs> for large parts of it um and it was you know wasn't there wasn't a ton of goals which we sort of expected after previous matches maybe there'd be lots of goals um but Alfonso Davies, first men's international player for Canada to win uh, Champions League, which is an accomplishment, a huge accomplishment. Um, but I just do want to say it again. First men's Canadian international. People on Twitter, broadcasters, sports writers, it's not difficult. So congratulations to Alfonso Davies. Um, Ed, uh, it is Davies. I know everyone gets confused when the commentators call him Davis. Uh, apparently that's a Welsh thing. I'm not sure how that applies to most of the commentators on, on Dazen, but apparently that's why it happens. I don't know. I'm sure he's um, been to Wales. Probably. probably. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm sure everybody in Swainsea is, uh, <laughs> is, is, uh, is, is, is okay with it. Oh, that's how that's how I say it. So it's you know I'm not being disrespectful. So that's that's that's, that's no, just that's just how I interpret it, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, and the women's Champions League final again this Sunday, two p.m. Uh, it's on Dazin. It's also on UEFA TV. And uh, today, uh, Dazin was showing the semifinal on their YouTube channel for free. So should be pretty accessible all the way around uh, on Sunday. Moving on to some CanCon or transitioning from some CanCon into some more CanCon. Uh, did we mention that Alfonso Davies is Canadian? What? And Sorry, he, what? he was? Wow. When did that happen? I know. We need to get him cap tied immediately. Oh, mm. someone called John Herdman. I'll reach out. I'll reach out. Good, good. I, okay. I, I don't want... I don't want this. I don't want this to get all hard raised again. Jesus. I, I know. Oh, no, let's not, let's not get into that one. Um, 
So in the other land of Can of CanCon, of course, is the CanPL and the the Island Games, the super exciting, ongoing, super dramatic Island Games. So we're about halfway through, or we were yesterday. There's a, a couple matches today, one already this afternoon, one tonight. But leading into today, we were halfway through the tournament. And, you know, you have your standard stories, I guess. You know, like the top teams are what most people thought would be the top teams. Um, and the bottom teams, not overly surprising. Um, but I think one of the first things that sort of everyone been talking was talking about when the tournament started wasn't the matches, wasn't the players, wasn't the lights. It was the advertising <laughs> and how badly it was done. <laughs> so uh, yes. one, the there's the corners better. that don't line up that everyone is very upset about. They fixed that. My personal problem was the ads racing around the pitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thankfully, that has stopped. So I can actually watch the games and somewhat enjoy them because every time an ad raced around the pitch, I got a headache and I did oh, not yeah. want to watch. Oh, yeah. But no, that, that motion sickness is real. Ads around the pitch the whole time. And, you know, you got to watch a game at BMO Field. There's like the advertising boards are doing weird things and they're, you know, they're not just, it's not in the old days. You know, they're all digital and moving around. Well, there's how moving it, around, which... This, these, you didn't notice the difference. You didn't notice the fact that they were literally, it wasn't just ads that are animated. These ads were like literally racing around the pit, racing around the edges of the pitch. It was, it was, it was madness. Um, I found it much different than watching any other digital advertising mm -hmm. at BMO Field. Now, digital advertising at BMO is also annoying. Any advertising is, but this was much worse they've it, they fixed it it's 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 far better now they've they've made them more stationary more sedate mm -hmm. the ads are a little more sedate um i'm presuming they're still uh, they're still get in the way of the ball if anyone kicks it more than five yes. feet yes. yeah that which is, is still... amazing how it disappears how do the players even find it yeah it's it's clever it's like, really I, it's yeah. i mean that's concentration that's knowing trajectory velocity mm -hmm. uh, it's it's staggering. It's staggering how, like, mm. truly how talented the Canadian Premier League players are. Yeah, it, it's it's a it's an incredible understanding of physics. It's like, all right, the ball is going up there at this angle. It's going to come down here, and they always get it right. Mm -hmm. I, wow, mm -hmm. that's kudos to the Canadian education system. Yes, mm. yes. The science department's so strong. Yes, like, really. You, you need you need to have at least your grade eleven in physics in order to to play yeah. so mm -hmm. grade 11 physics was hard stupid refractions um hey, so stay away from that shit so. <laughs> so the pony boys and the handies uh for the most part seem to be you know continuing their form from last year as the the, the, the two better teams in the league um but has anything stood out for you, whether it's players, overall play, good or bad, um, commentators, whatever. Hmm. You, you mentioned commentators. I do feel Brendan Dunlop obviously speaks <laughs> half a sentence at a time. <laughs> I knew That's you the were thing I've noticed. 
I, I will I will say on the commentators is that um, these guys need a color like a like a color man color person uh, mm. them doing play by play and color not the strongest um, it, it there's I feel like the art and I mean this might be a no duh thing but uh, the art of being the one man play by play and color person is hiding when you are talking for talking's sake. And these guys will talk for talking's sake over anything, about anything. Uh, my favorite was uh, from today's match, which was Forge do not want to concede a goal at this time. Uh, or this is, sorry, this is not the time for Forge to concede a goal. When is that time exactly? Is there a correct time? <laughs> is this something that's talked about? Is this an unwritten rule in footy where we have like, okay, guys, you know the drill. No conceding goal between 1 and 4, 38 to 42, and 70 to 75. Okay? Otherwise, would... otherwise everything's fine. Or something oh. like, like, what the fuck? It's such a dumb – I realize it's, it could be phrased better, but in itself, it's a dumb thing to say. So it's like Forge don't want to concede a goal this early in the match, or which is also kind of a dumb thing. Forge don't want to concede. Forge, Forge don't want to get behind and have to fight back for a long period of time in the match. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Also, no duh. But it's not as dumb as... Because the way my brain went was like, there is a time. There is a schedule that's written down where they can score. <laughs> that's fucking stupid. So that's anyway... It. 15 to 30 is an okay time because, you know, it's not I mean, not too early. It's not like a, a punch in the teeth right out of the gate. Mm -hmm. But it gives you plenty of time to recover. Mm -hmm. and we all know you don't want to, to, to uh, you know, allow a goal just before half time. That, that really kind of takes it out of you. And uh, so, yeah, if you're going to concede a goal between 15 and 30, perfect. Make a game of it at least, you know. Let's uh, give yourself a challenge without making it too hard for yourself. I don't yeah. know if it was last night's match or this afternoon's because I only watched I only watched half of today's because I was watching the the PSG Lyon match. But um, something about turning on the taps, the water won't run until you turn on the taps. After like someone had, I guess I think it might have been last night's match. Someone had like they hadn't scored a goal yet. Maybe it was after Blasco's Matt Blasco's goal. Yeah. He, the water doesn't run unless you turn on the taps. And I was like, what? Maybe something's from, wrong with the infrastructure in BEI. Oh, that's, that's possible. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you've got to take the potato out of the tap oh, before yeah. the water's <laughs> going to come out. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, if you live in, if you live in more Summerside than Charlottetown, but that's a known fa fact. Like, yeah. Okay, fair. But, uh, like, again, like, I realized, I, I cringe at the idea, and we both, and we, sorry, both, we all know this is probably true. I was like, both? Yeah, which I don't know where the, talking I don't, to you, Mark, which one do you like best? I don't know, yeah, <laughs> Tony and I were talking about this earlier. <gasps> and, no, but, like, wow. the idea that there is, that there is a list of, like, like, cliches and shitty puns and, and, like, like, that's, like they, they all went to the same seminar where one hack who managed to get away with it for 20 years told them, like, yeah, have a book of stupid sayings, write them down, use them, own them. <laughs> and that's what exactly they're doing, because it's just it's just like 
like some of these aren't even phrases. Like they're not they're not sayings. Like like oh god, it's just they basic. So the whole thing is with needing an or having a color person is that they can do the heavy lifting of filling in the gaps because they're just sitting there waiting for their time to interject. And I mean, if we're gonna have to go through some cringeworthy moments for the rest of this tournament, why not have two people to shoulder the cringe than just heap it on one person? Um, I don't know. I, I, I like other than other than the obvious regular gripe of play by play and the hopes of being able to shut that off. Um, as far as the rest of the tournament goes, I mean, yeah, aside from the stadium and aside from the, the, the air quote stadium and the, uh, some of the play by play, I've been quite pleased. I, 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 I don't feel like I, I kind of felt like maybe the first round, first couple games were a bit getting the rust out and, mm-hmm. and it's just, you know, also, th- uh, was it three, two, two draws in a row? Hilarious. That was um, so funny. And all with penalties. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, their, their teams are finding their stride, their feet and their identity, like their on pitch identity. And, uh, it, that's to me, that seemed fast. Uh, I, I wasn't expecting it to, I figured halfway through the tournament, we'd be like, okay, yeah, I'm seeing what, what Halifax is supposed to be doing out there. <laughs> you know, Oh yeah. Edmonton's got a thing. Yeah. But it seemed pretty clear after, after that first batch. So. Yeah, it's been good. Mm-hmm. Uh, other thoughts? Winnipeg, like that coach, was Rob Gale? Yes. I, Gale. Uh, I watched like, a little <laughs> bit of that documentary and then there's like, a couple of the interviews and he's done. And, uh, he just sounds so fucking dumb. And this might be my sort of, sort of anti-Southern English bias coming through, but... I think it's just about his accent. It's just like kind of the way he talks. It's very sort of cliche, and it's just like, oh, I, I cannot take you seriously as a... I, mm. See, the reason that, I can't take him seriously is because every time I see him, he reminds me of Christopher Lloyd's character in uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, man. It's yeah, the hair. yeah, sure. Yeah. He, yeah. Looks like, he looks like the judge. It, and mm. it, it just... I can't unsee it. And... Yeah, yeah. I want to yeah, because I would yeah. like to be able to like, look at him and not have, you know, cartoon thoughts, but um, actual football thoughts instead. He just sounds to me, you know, he's like, yeah, it's like typical it's like English. Yeah. He's, he's, he's like the, the Southern Paul Mariner. It's like, uh, oh. you don't sound you don't sound smart and like you know what you're doing. You've got a job because you're English, haven't you? Right. <laughs> You, you've you've kind of swindled the North Americans. You've blinded them with your English accent, and yeah, that's the only the great reason. Great coaching still swindle going. of two thousand and twenty. Yeah, uh, it's probably very harsh on him and his uh, prestigious long career, but that's how I feel. Don't get unfiltered. Uh. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, guys. That was good. <laughs> Got your back. Got your Appreciate back. it. Tony, anything? No? I feel that um, fake stadium technology has not uh, <laughs> come to the point where we should be in 2020. 
coach. What would you better? like to see in in fake stadium technology, Tony? I, I just feel we, they uh, you know could have hired people from the video game industry to, to create something uh, far more interesting. Yeah, let's. I mean, why why build a fake stadium and not put fake fans in it? Mm, indeed. Yeah, or right or why not just put a bunch of, in this age of Zoom conference calls? Just put different backgrounds. Oh. Yeah, why does it always have to be the same fake stadium? Yeah. yeah. Why not be I on the like side that. of a, just... a a volcanic, you know, eruption? I'd swap it. Yeah. yeah. Wh whoever's at home. Okay, so it's now an orange stadium because Ford's yes, at home. It's... Yeah. Exactly. Have or stereotypical eight, Canadian eight backgrounds. Different, eight different. Uh, yeah, have like the background of like Hamilton does seem from the QEW. Yeah, as, yeah, yeah, the Mad Max. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, yes. I, 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 I didn't think you were going to find a way, but you did. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> yeah, or just a good smoky haze over the picture. <laughs> well, Driving did, around the many parking lots of York University looking for York Stadium. When, there you when go. They, that's good. Pioneer Village. Ball, when they yeah. hit the ball eight feet in the air and it disappears, that's now smog. So yeah, yeah. That's, 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 that's <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, like there's, I I feel like I yeah. I mean, now that you've mentioned it, they could have done a. I don't feel it would have been too much to just kind of. Let fake it less fakey stadiumy, the whole situation just by, like, get a like get some fake tifos or something and just stick them in one of sure, the fake yeah. ends. Like it would, you're just. It's just a wrapper in a in a in a three D model. You, it's not, it's not that hard. Saying coming from somebody who's never played with three D models like that, but um, but I know it's not hard because you can skin things in games and put wrappers on players and give them uniforms and whatever. Um, yeah, I, like now that you mentioned it, I if they've gone, they went this far with the technology, just to do silly little cosmetic things to make it more unique per match per team per fixture whatever uh yeah that would have been good i just think stereotypes would be funny <laughs> halifax well, plays on top of a you know on the deck of a ship oh my god like like random theme boards and fighting games yeah. oh yeah, yeah. can we oh yeah. we have like old oil field backgrounds for the eddies yeah there you go yeah Victoria just has a whole bunch of old people like quietly just, having just, high tea. Yeah, wandering around aimlessly. <laughs> the mountains yes. in Calgary. Hmm? Yeah. It's my yeah. seat over here. Yeah. Whatever Winnipeg is. You have a yeah. ski jump and it's like Eddie Edwards flying off a ski jump. <laughs> Eddie the Eagle. He's just and he's constantly yeah. in the air. Yeah. He yes. just constantly takes off. It's a two minute cycle. <laughs> and he's like, just Or you see him take off from one side and then you see him on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. He's setting the record for clearing the stadium. It's he—he's—he's he's Winter Olympics Evil Knievel. It's what he is. He's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna jump the virtual stadium. Watch. Conservative <laughs> politicians just being twats. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody's in a cowboy hat for no yeah, fucking reason at all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you wish you were Dallas, but you're not. Chuck wagon. Chuck wagon races. Uh... Yeah. Why not? Uh... Why not? Why not? But uh, no, it's been. Uh, I, I I think also too that when when the whole, like my expectations have been well exceeded so far, and because I had very little expectations with this, I I just figured it was going to look like, um, soccer games played at any random college or university or League yeah. One stadium, where 
the camera is on some kind of temporary scaffolding and it would look like a, a slightly better quality than Roger's game of the week. And, <laughs> and, and because, because like, like, again, without knowing the logistics of how to get, you know, what kind of camera equipment is available out East and how long you can book it for a month on Charlottetown. Like, like, I don't know this. So I just, I just had this expectation of a lower production value, um, just poor camera angles and and it's not it's been it's been it's been higher than i was anticipating even yeah. from opening kickoff so yeah agreed like, like well like, done like you said that. like the first the first couple games both from a broadcast standpoint and a play standpoint obviously still working the kinks out that sort of thing but it's been it's been solid so far um and i personally i like one commentator i i prefer a single commentator but Yes, right now they're struggling because they're used to having someone next to them. Mm-hmm. So they're trying. They're trying to do way too much. You can just you can. There's dead air is okay. It's yeah. not really dead. We're watching. It's yeah. okay. It's it, all like, right. I mean, also, also too, like the the art of knowing how to let the silence do the speaking. I I but I do half wonder if they've been encouraged to talk as much as they can because the mics pick up everything. Yeah, that, I hadn't thought of that, but that's like, that's like, the best like if you part. had a if you had a crowd like a, a full stadium, you know what like six thousand people, four thousand people would still make enough noise that it would mask a lot of that. Um, that ain't but there. That's what we so, love. Oh, I, oh. And yeah. Let's be honest. That's yeah, what we must would apologize prefer. for the, the some of the vulgar language. Uh, <laughs> Don't stop. St- just put one statement on like when you log in, and then never never repeat it again. Assume that this happens all the time, which uh, it does uh, everywhere. Mm. But um, it makes me laugh. Yeah. No, it's been good. It's been good. Yeah. No. So hopefully, you know, fingers crossed for the for the second half before they go into the the next level of the tournament. Um, yeah, we'll just continue to see better quality in terms of what's on the pitch and you know better everything else. So, but yeah, no, so far. So good. I think the only thing is that from a broadcast standpoint um, and from a league standpoint, like obviously, unlike elsewhere, maybe even an MLS, again, really is just a monetary thing, but sort of really focusing in and trying to embrace um, some social justice stuff with Black Lives Matter and that kind of thing. The one thing I did notice was last night's match, and it really did bug me, is that you've got whatever who was there, I think. Laura Armstrong and I don't remember the guy's name, chattering away, and you can see on their little the little screen behind them that the the opening stuff is is happening on the pitch. You got a vague shot of some players kneeling, and then you got a vague shot of uh, Chris Cui's uh, FC Edmonton jersey. Um, so clearly, a team was trying to honor his passing, and teams were you know players were trying to again call attention to Black Lives Matter and. They're still nattering away in the studio and not going to the game or anything. It's like la la, like be a little more aware. Just yeah. try, like maybe who, just a little. Like who is that display for? Like when exactly. you think about it, right? You you know, it, it, not to not to, like not to diminish obviously what was happening, but if there's no fans in the stands and you are making a visual display. Who's that display for? Especially yeah. when it's only for like this is a this is a tournament for television or yeah. online streaming service. 
So if you're doing this display for online streaming service and the online streaming service isn't showing it, did you do a display? So I kind of hope Edmonton keep doing it until they get it right. Yeah. And I mean they, I mean one soccer, not yeah, it Edmonton. Just, yeah, and nothing, nothing they were saying in studio was critical to what was happening, you know, to the game or to setting it up. There wasn't some, you know, dramatic storyline that needed to be touched on in that moment. So anyway, just do better. Can't be on one soccer. Just, you know, you can do it. We've seen you do it. Maybe it's possible. Um, and the other, uh, the other thing, not necessarily the tournament, but sort of related because it's hard to, it's hard for this to, to move forward other than the occasional David Klanikan, um dismissive interview uh, about the PFA. So Charles Boehm, who's a, you know, American soccer writer, uh, had a really good piece about about the the PFA, um, interviewing uh, Marcel Diong and Dan Crook, who was on our show, about about the union and what they're still you know still trying to do, still butting heads with the league. Um, but I think the one thing that sort of came out either through the PFA's Twitter or maybe through the article or both was some of the wages that the players are making. 15,000, 22,000, like that, a, a good chunk of the players at the low end, this is what they're making to play. And I was like, wow, I actually make more money than soccer players and I make nothing. Yeah. Like I am, I am, you know, poor retail worker, currently poor unemployed government lackey, whatever, Serb worker. Um, I make more money than they do. And that's not right. I don't think. Like it's it's to the it it, it I I I, I want to know what their part time jobs are in the in the off season. Mm-hmm. You know, is someone is someone you know is someone working part time you know in 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 retail or or you know I just this is all I keep picturing is that they have they have to have part time jobs now uh, to to make ends meet and that strikes me as crazy. Yeah, I, I'm I'm surprised that the league. I don't know. I, I, I can't imagine it's a fiscal philosophy. Maybe it is, but I, I find it strange that some teams would opt to go with, let's pay one or two guys way too fucking much, and then we'll just litter the rest with players who are desperate to get a job. And I realize that in the Canadian Premier League, they kind of have a monopoly right now as far as you know, ease of getting a hold of players to come play for you. But, oh, yeah. But and, does and it have they to don't be have so... a union to stop this, Yeah, right? does so... it... I mean... Like, some, like, assuming that some of these players don't live full-time in the cities that they play in... Or with um, their parents. Yeah, but, like, if, if you're, if, if you're going to go play for Pacific... Uh, I, uh, how cheap is rent in Victoria? How cheap is property in Victoria? How cheap is... Like I, I can speak to Hamilton and Woodbridge, and they not cheap. I mean, Hamilton's cheaper, but it ain't that cheap, which is it's ridiculous. Presumably, a sort of situation I'm sort of kind of Clint Irwin writing about back in his days, wherever, and it's like, yeah, there's probably like five or six of them renting one place. And oh yeah, kind of splitting it. Oh yeah, when he was playing with Ottawa, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, at the same time too, it's like, all right, well, how much? Like, like, are you? Like, can you save? You can't. I imagine not with with so little. No. I just I just find it weird that, like, 
you know, if you do the math on 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 say the whatever three quarters of a million uh, salary cap, sure, like you're obviously going to have some guys making eighty, ninety, and you're going to definitely have players making ten, fifteen. But does it have to be like so lopsided where the guys are some guys are making whatever the league minimum? If there is an actual mandated league minimum appearance fee like 500 bucks or 200 bucks or whatever the hell it is or you get 100 bucks to sit on the bench and five if you make the field or like i don't know what those are but like that's absurd so i don't know it's yeah and and again like that's what you know like when you have the mls players association the mlspa like that's one of the things that you know they have fought consistently for which is to raise the level of the of the base wage for the new and, and young players right so so we still have this ongoing drama where the league won't recognize the union and it's it's starting to look more and more like they're going to have to do that really obnoxious province by province thing, which mm. is so annoying. It's such a waste of time and energy, but mm-hmm. the way we're going. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I just, we haven't really talked about it and I was sort of like, my mind was a little bit blown that that was, I knew they weren't making a lot, but I was like, wow, $15,000. Wow. Like holy crap that is not very much money so i hopefully i don't know hopefully it will change because most of the players have signed on for this so once they get out of the island bubble maybe we'll see some movement on it because it's hard to it's hard to do things when you're effectively locked away um well wisely because this is for safety but still it's hard to you know conference and chat and all those sorts of things Live on the scene, reaching high for the dreams, living life hide and seek, still describe what it means. Got my eyes on the prize for the keep, stay concerned. Still amazed to learn it the way the tables turn, it's the database to burn. On the run from these higher guns, step away from death. Living check to check, yo, I'm living breath to breath. Inspired from the opportunity to fight the silence. Very little MLS because very little MLS. Tiny. This might be the only time I really like the league. <laughs> so soccer is being played, goals are being scored, things are happening, uh, and somehow Columbus Crew is in first place. It's bound so to happen. Yeah. Was it? Is, is it their turn? Is it their year, or, or at least their part of the year? It's just. It's so very odd. Why not? Um, is, why is the not? MLS season really, in any way, kind of a thing that? I. Eh. Yeah, I know. I know. Do we really care? Eh, sort of like whatever. TFC are still playing, I guess, and stuff is happening. But yeah, it's so it's so very strange. Um, Although delightful from last night, I didn't watch it, uh, and I was, I was, I, the, the score made me kind of, well, made me laugh out loud was that uh, Houston beat the Sporks 5 2. Oh. So I thought that was delightful. That's good. <laughs> you know, Houston's not having a great season so far, and the Sporks are still in first, but still, 5 2. It's kind of mm-hmm. great. 
Good for them. Um, nice. Good for them. That's exactly. Nice. Good for them. Um, yeah. If you if you follow your MLS team, you know what's happening with your MLS team. You can go on the website. You can check it out. Um, the one thing we sort of wanted to talk about with MLS uh, stems from the NBA, actually. And this happened yesterday, day, day of recording. Um, the Milwaukee Bucks um, and other teams eventually playing last night um, or tonight. I'll just I'll stop trying to talk in the past tense. Uh, refused to play their games. So the there was a new story about the Raptors and the Celtics talking about not playing um, their game one next round playoff match, and then um, tonight uh, or earlier this this afternoon, the Bucks said, "Nope, we're not playing. We're not coming out." Uh, so Orlando left the floor, what players were there, and then as it sort of wore on, um, the Thunder and the Rockets said, yeah, nope, we're not playing either. And then before the, the Lakers and whoever they're playing came forth to say the same thing, the league kind of like trying to put the best face on it possible. Oh, all of tonight's games are now postponed and hopefully will be rescheduled. And um, talking about the, the, the players and the teams boycotting their games. Although it's more, it's really not a boycott because you boycott as a consumer. It's, it's more of a strike, really. Mm-hmm. Um, not even really. It is. It's a strike. And they're protesting um, the shooting of Jacob Blake, ongoing violence against, you know, and the murder of black people. And just, when, you know, what, something Fred Van Feet said in an interview yesterday really stuck with me. You know, it's, you know, we can't just keep just wearing T-shirts. You know, yeah. have to do something. And something that I think is incredibly fantastic and um, a really big, you know, hopefully a, a momentum shift amongst amongst sport and things like that. But for us, obviously, we're not an NBA podcast. We're, we're a soccer podcast. Um, is whether, although we do talk about the Utah Jazz a lot, um, is whether or not... Huh. Um, <laughs> The MLS, exactly, John Stockton, man, Um, whether or not the, the MLS teams and, and the KMPL teams, although I can't see that happening, but whether or not MLS teams will, will follow suit and join in on this. And Duncan, you, 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 you mentioned that the, the Brewers, um, baseball on board with this like what baseball yeah baseball i guess they went with like the milwaukee team first and everything but i did feel like something like the seattle uh what are they the mariners are kind of doing something as well but yeah that's uh it's good to see you know a little bit of cross sport solidarity coming up uh, I think I've like seen on Twitter, you know, the NHL is going to, you know, have some kind of moment of reflection or something. But oh, you know, fuck them! Was it full steam ahead <laughs> for those guys? Um, but yeah, you know, and if uh, it's it's one of those things, you know, any sort of strike, you know, it can only get more powerful the more sort of people are involved in it. It's like oh, one sports league has shut down that has a certain effect but if you know if they all shut down and you know you can't all right well fuck it i'll watch hockey or baseball or soccer instead and they all shut down then at that point it's like "Hmm, all right there's going to be problems you know if uh and you know hopefully the sponsors and tv people and owners and that sort of thing then at that point you know these are the the rich people who have the ears of the politicians 
You know, if, if they eventually get desperate enough to say, yeah, let's just do something and give them what they want so that we can start doing this again, then maybe that'll do something. So, uh, you know, hopefully it happens. I would be surprised. And it's it's difficult to come out and say, you absolutely should do this because obviously, you know, in different spots, they, each individual player's situation is different. And, you know, MLS, especially Canadian Premier League, they've, uh, you know, they're earning a lot less money than the NBA has. And so, you know, are they in a position where they can be doing this sort of thing? It's, you know, obviously uh, difficult. It's not an obvious thing to say, well, yeah, you absolutely should be. But, um, yeah, I would love for them to, uh, other people to come in and join in this. I'm down for sort of social justice and generally just chaos in general. Mm-hmm. Duncan's like all the chaos. Yeah, no, I'm yes. I'm, I'm all for this. Um, any, it's ex- I mean, I'm exhausted by it. Exa- maybe not exhausted. Exasperated is probably better. By by the shit that just keeps perpetuating itself. It seems, and um, and if it means I gotta lose sports, let's lose sports. Mm-hmm. Um. Because I know it's going to piss off a lot of other people who happily tune tune this stuff out, and I feel like I feel like it would piss off more people if it were baseball than other sports. So baseball does it. Hooray! I now yeah, don't mind baseball as much as I used to. <laughs> put pressure on there, and then uh, you know the NFL season is presumably starting supposed to be starting up sometime oh, soon. Let's if, get the NFL. Boom. Yeah, let's just hope. Uh, I think you mentioned it earlier, Duncan, that um, the broadcasters take the time to use that empty space to have a dialogue and not just play, you know, best bloopers or you know mm. some old you know you know Classics. classic classic Briar curling or something like that. You know, <laughs> I don't know. But that '84 Briar was oh, oh sketch one oh, suck. God. Oh God, like that's don't amazing. Even get um, I think, like with MLS, so you've got a group of fairly engaged players, um, the Black yeah. Players for Change, uh, that have been kind of, you know, not you know, getting getting to having the opportunity to like, you know, they've been able to work the league a bit, which is great mm-hmm. because that doesn't usually happen. And yes, of course, the league is doing this because it makes them look good and that sort of thing. But they've been. They've been pretty vocal, um, and so far, you know, you know, there's matches due to there's a match due to kick off in like ten minutes, and so far it doesn't seem like that is changing. But who knows? Um, but you do have really vocal players as well, and you've got a few of them on TFC who've got a you know a match against Montreal coming up on Friday, and Josie Altador already tweeting at MLS, "What are you going to do?" And it makes you wonder, maybe not some teams tonight, but maybe maybe other teams will be like, you know what, we're not going to play. And I think, like, as, you know, obviously me, me personally, I fully support them saying, you know, this is more important than us playing, which it is. Um, but, yeah, I'd be curious to see if anything happens in MLS. And, and like I said, I don't expect anything to happen in campiel which which is too bad i would i would like to see more you know more involvement 
from a camp from the campiel side but i don't think that's going to happen this year at all mm -hmm. um maybe next year who knows yeah, I'd, like, but, I'd like to see it in mls because like mls has proven over the last couple of years that they have this they, they i'm talking about from the ownership and management level upper like league management this strange right wing slant to them you know whether yes. we talk about their embracing of chick-fil-a as a major sponsor and yeah. everything they stand for and you know and, and they're cracking down on you know people who want to express anti-fascist statements they have this they've they've mm. often taken these very uh, unusual um you know stances on things that kind of i think are the antithesis to a lot of their supporters you know for the great part let's take away like maybe fc dallas and you know some smaller sections of smaller support and you're always going to get in football everywhere around the world you're going to get right wing and left wing support sure but for the league itself they've 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 taken very decisive moves to place their feet in a rather you know conservative camp very often so it might need the players to to shake it um, up to shake it up and, and then their reaction will be interesting of course mm -hmm. i mean at least you're talking about obviously the black play for change that like network is oh that's already established that's already like a few months there so you know they've, you know, they've already got their emails whatsapp slack TikTok, whatever it is, all the, uh, the the cool kids talk to each other on these days. Those conversations are going to be happening. So, you know, the the first steps towards any kind of collective action have already kind of happened in like setting up that network. There'll be people at every team who can then be talking to their teammates and everything. So, um, I don't think if the players want it to happen, I don't think it's something that would take a long time to um, come it's up organized. with an organized collective thing. But uh, yeah, it, it, it should be interesting. Tune in next week. Um, but no, seriously, tune in next week and we'll see. You know, there's a whole week's worth of matches going on and uh, we'll see what, what occurs. But um, congratulate, like, seriously, like, well done, Milwaukee Bucks. Like, very, 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 mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's, it's a... Not, proud is the wrong word, but like necessary, sort of, yeah, yeah, necessary, and not like surprised uh, that they've that they've they've done it, but also, um, well, it's their community. I mean, you know, Kenosha, yeah, it's the, it, of any club, exactly. it's, it's their community. Well, so, so for them the, to be, yeah, so for them to be the, the vanguard is good, yeah, yeah, and for the Brewers to 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 follow suit and. Sure. Um, but yeah, so hopefully we see more of this across sport. Um, I'm hoping, like I said, I hope MLS gets involved. Uh, I, I will be beyond shocked if the NHL does anything at all. Mm -hmm. um, I, 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 we, I think we'd see it from NFL before we saw it from the NHL. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The, um, I feel like the NHL is in the same, is in a very similar boat as MLS in that there's almost a, I don't want to say a justification, but like, well, we don't have as many eyeballs, so our effect won't be as meaningful or something dumb to that effect because really they're just looking for an excuse to keep playing. Um, yeah, I, I, I sometimes I, I feel like the NHL uses its homogenous, uh, you know, player pool as mm -hmm. almost a, a reason not to, which is wrong, but 
I feel, I've kind of felt that they feel like their lack of representation, you know, the very small numbers of visible minorities of players, almost as an excuse for them not to do anything, which is kind of crap. Yeah, well, I mean, I, mean, I think it is, I mean, this is something that's coming from the players. Obviously, it was in the NBA. And, you know, is there really going to be that sort of groundswell of support for this kind of thing to, you know, take the risks and make the sacrifices themselves? Is that going to come from NHL players who, you know, are very large percentage, like majority white? And B, it's a very fucking conservative sport that tries to kind of crush any semblance of personality as soon as it can. And they've all been within that sport for, you know, decades, some mm. of them. So, I mean, is that really the, the player base where this is going to, kind of, they're going to, like, some of them get together and decide, you know, yeah, we're going to do this? I mean, I, yeah, I would be very surprised uh, if there's really anything beyond, you know, all right, you know, maybe sort of wear some T-shirts. There'll be like some like moments of silence, this or that. But, uh, you know, we'll show concern, but you know, we're in no way going to, you know, disrupt the the league or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I would be surprised if yeah, me as well. anything big happens there. Yeah. So far, it's looking like the first MLS match is going to happen tonight. Both teams are up for warm-ups. Well, that's unfortunate. Well, they haven't played just... Yeah. That's true. They haven't played yet. You're we'll see what happens. And yeah. I'm... Like, I, I honestly feel it's in... Like, let's be honest. It's in MLS's best interest in the NBA. It's in all their best interests to not fucking tell them that they're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, well, it's kind, of like more, with, kind it, of like the union did with their shirts for that match. It's, yeah, but like, yeah. but at the same time, too, it's like, hey, everybody, welcome to legendary Disney Field 19 for the Disney COVID Cup. And, I think that's and, historic. And, yeah, historic. Historic, uh, legendary. Yeah, Disney the historic, field legendary yeah. Field 19. Yeah. And uh, between Real Salt Lake and Columbus Crew, and we're just about to kick off, and the players are warming up, and it's like... Yeah, it's only they and then they all they, they all fuck off. Now they've got two hours to... Now they got two hours to fill, and they look. They it's not that they look silly, but now it's like okay, we got to do something because now the reason why we're here, giving them a heads up does nobody any favors. That's no. when you run the briar from nineteen eighty four. Like like that's the thing. Yeah, like, no, no, no. Like, you're absolutely right. I, I mean, go it, out there. Will it play? Maybe I don't know. The night yeah. the the unfortunate part about MLS is that a lot of their players aren't paid that well and probably need the paycheck. It's not like in hockey or basketball where, or, or like any of the, uh, like baseball too, football, NFL too, where you've if you've gotten a couple paychecks, you're okay. Like you're not, you're, you're going to be okay. Yeah, but, but the MLSPA has spent the last few years getting themselves ready to potentially have gone on strike this offseason. Mm-hmm. So they have a lot more money. In order I hope to so. support players, did, no, that was did, that was part of the whole thing was that they were able to withstand a strike. Did they actually have they got as far as like fully finalizing a collective agreement with everything that's been going on? Is I that actually think it's done? Finally, been like lightly formalized. Like they've okay. kind of went okay. I think I think sometime when they were all in the bubble, I think there was some signing that happened. I think it's formal now. Hmm. I don't know how that would affect this sort of decision or not. Uh, 
It's mm. leveraged for the owners or whoever to hold over them. It's like, true, true. <laughs> yeah, we haven't signed this, so don't you go pissing us off. I, or, you know, yeah, potentially no, the think, way around. I think they, like, leverage I think for they the have. players. Yeah. All right. All right. Before we leave MLS, um, a little lighter conversation. Um, with the ongoing, you know, with the, 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 the drama in world football that is uh, Messi apparently leaving Barcelona. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. I know. Mm. Is that even allowed? Is that allowed in world football? Like, isn't he? I mean, th there's a lot of other places you can play than Ecuador. So, I mean. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you, Duncan. Go on. Um, but so everyone's everyone's talking about oh where's Messi gonna go where's Messi gonna go, and of course the 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 very quick jump to oh Messi's expressed interest in MLS before how much money would it take it would take every single club pooling all of their salaries <laughs> to get him here, <laughs> but. Um, there's, you know, there's also a new expansion team every year and the entire expansion <laughs> fee goes to Messi. He just goes straight to Messi. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's a, that's a solid business model. And let's hope we make it up in kit sales. I don't know. <laughs> oh my God. Well, they um, have to give, they have good. to give Beckham a, a team when he signs. So maybe they'd give, True. uh, Messi a whole second division. Well, just give him the league. Yeah. yeah. What, what, what do you think the M in MLS stands for? There you go. Messi now. Messi <laughs> league Messi soccer. League soccer. It works on so many levels. Messi um, Lionel yeah, Thank you. I was about to throw the L in as Lionel. Yes. Um, and then there's the, the continuing, um, you know, that swirls up every now and again, rumors of uh, Mario Balotelli coming to MLS. Please let this happen. Please. Um, Please. With the recent delightful add-on that Luis Suarez has expressed an interest. Now, this is all ridiculous, with the exception maybe of Balotelli. I'm 100% down for Suarez coming. Mm. I know you. Are. That'd be amazing. <laughs> so let's 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 talk teams. Mm -hmm. Who do they go to, um, and when does this actually happen? You know, like Messi, Messi's he's up there, but he's played since he was what like nine, so he still probably has like another twelve years or something in his career. Who knows? Um, the last three, which will be played somewhere in MLS easily, but I'm thinking. We got it. We got to figure out who we're giving these 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 players to. So uh, thoughts, gentlemen, on this very important uh, player to MLS question. I think Balotelli will be sooner rather than later. Oh yeah, like. Next but I have some strange feeling it'll be to some like team that just doesn't quite fit. It'll be one of the like stranger choices of Nashville. of a big, of a big yes that's yeah. that yes yeah. Houston. That's just something like something weird like that, and he will flame out wildly within like you know four or five months. That's a Montreal then, like gold Italian. Oh yeah, Montreal would be perfect. Oh my god, perfect! No, like, actually perfect. Well, yeah, and then hey, there's you know there is the Joey Saputo Syria connection. You know, you know, it, it is the kind of thing. <laughs> I would not. It would not shock me to my core if that if that came out. And playing for someone like you know Thierry Henry, you know, for mm -hmm. player. Yeah, sure, yeah. Oh, he did spin that, that he was going to, you know, be the calming influence on... Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd be yeah, his yeah. mentor, yeah, and yeah. then... Yeah, and there's a strong... Mentor. Balotelli, how old is he now? He's I know, be like... they're not that far apart age-wise. Yeah. I know. 
Messi. Messi, give Messi another like you know four or five years in Europe, goofing around before he goes to M- Miami. Mm-hmm. That's true. Oh, you think? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, okay. If 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 Messi's gonna go anywhere, he's gonna go to either Los Angeles team, New York City FC, or somebody who plays in a big fucking stadium that could use a filling. So New um, England. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's not that stupid. Dallas? That's stupid. They would only they would, they would double their crowd size and it wouldn't be sold out. Um yeah, like you you're going to go where you can sell the most tickets like on a regular basis and since you play half of your games in a at at home. But like Galaxy just cuz it's Galaxy, why not? Um uh, I mean, selfishly, financially speaking, I would love it to be Toronto because those tickets I could sell for such a small fortune. Mm, be delicious. <laughs> but I've already given up my season tickets. No. Aww. Aww. Mm. Um, oh, Jordan, Bal- what were you thinking? Balotelli, <laughs> wherever he ends up, I'm going to kind of like that team, at least at a temporary basis. Temporary basis. Because I really feel like he will. I feel like he could be happy here. Like, uh, and uh, playing style notwithstanding, goal scoring notwithstanding. Uh, um,. I'm I'm hopeful, but whether or not that happens, uh, I like if 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 Josie wasn't not if, if Josie was in early terrible Josie form, I'd be like, please come here uh, to Toronto. <laughs> same with Suarez, same with Suarez, I'd be all for that. But um, yeah, I I don't I don't Balotelli could literally go anywhere. Suarez probably a similar like. The L.A.s or the New Yorks, like I could see Suarez in a Red Bull uniform, which would that would be easy to hate again. <laughs> um, yes, I mean, I mean, just for shithousery's sake, that's really what it is. Uh, it's kind of like you want the bastard on your team, but you don't want to play against him, and he, he fits that bill perfectly. So that's 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 those are my non-answers. <laughs> um, I was I honestly like in terms of like. Where, like, I think Balotelli to Montreal, it's like in terms of like a realistic thing is is perfect. Otherwise, yeah, like stick him in the hinter, like just put him in Cincinnati. You know, sure. Yeah. Like, why not? Let's like, let's 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 just make this as, exactly as ridiculous as possible. But in terms of other than Messi, you know, going you know for star power in terms of clubs, why wouldn't he come here? I don't know. I think space. You know, like, space. No, like, but, like realistically, like, like, yeah. like I mean, and I mean realistically, like I think this would actually it's, this is, it's this as is a big money club. Was any team? This is this is a big money club. Um, mm-hmm. it's, the it's league a, wouldn't want it though. Yeah, but yeah, no, that I, I I tend to think TFC's that still be, a draw. Not on Weaning TV. Weaning a bit, but yeah. they want they want TV market. That's how they they see things right the la new york chicago hey don't forget chicago plays at soldier field now ah good point oh god i, I like that's all i saw the other night soldier field soldier field soldier field um oh yeah i keep hmm. forgetting about chicago i know <laughs> it's it's easy to played do. there you know exactly yeah. Um, I think yeah, one of the expansion uh, teams, you know, the expansion teams need something to, you know, Austin really help them out of the gates. Yeah. yeah. Suarez in Austin. Nah. Sure. 
He can he can pal around with Matthew McConaughey. But it's also it's also the players too. Don't forget the players themselves. With they're making the big move over from Europe when they're at that level, they only have one or two locations in their head, and it's usually L.A., New York. Maybe okay. my maybe Miami is a bit of a game changer now. Well, yeah, because come on, Minnesota, right? Oh yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> Yeah, sexy Sandy. <laughs> Colorado, yes. Oh yes. Commerce City. Who, who doesn't want the bright lights of Commerce City, Colorado? That's where, that's, that's where dreams go to retire, apparently. Like, I'm not yes. even sure, and, and this may be controversial thing to say, but I'm not even sure Toronto attracts that level of DP. I disagree. I the do. Suarez, Messi kind of level, I'm not sure. Balotelli, possibly. Um, because his, you know, his uh, shine has worn off everywhere he goes but um but um we got Jermaine I, Defoe didn't we, we got Jermaine Defoe yeah but Before I think we, we but, won anything. yeah we were operating under a very different kind of Tim Lewicki was like yeah throw money at the biggest name uh, thing I'm not sure TFC operates that way anymore I think I think given the opportunity I think they were still, TFC was in a I think TFC was in a repair the fan base stage at that time like we need, we need to go out and resell this team. You know, yeah, ticket that's exactly sales. What that was. Yeah, because I'm they, not sure they knew that they knew the exodus was happening right there and then. So I feel, and it's a much better reason. I, th- I feel they're now in a like, let's get a DP who's actually, you know, going to fit this team and be a good player, which is a much better philosophy. I think at that time with Defoe, especially, it was like, you know, I don't think Michael Bradley so much, even though he was a name, but. Defoe was like, yeah, let's let's make the the splash that's gonna fill the seats again, because we've you know, because they shot themselves in the foot. They had. Mm-hmm. Well, all right, we've, I, we've we've decided yeah. the the futures of of three of football's greatest players, and I don't <laughs> know why I just included Balotelli in that. Oh, he is. He's awesome. <laughs> and I you're like welcome. Mario Balotelli. But He's where crazy. would Paul Dickov go if he came out of retirement? That's the real question. <laughs> Mo Johnston's <laughs> basement. All right, lastly on our show, uh, it's time for some TFC talk very quickly because this is a fucking long show as per usual. Um, this is not a long... Oh, yeah, it is. That's what I was going to say. Seriously, aren't we at like an hour 40 already? I'm, I, right, yes, I, yes, we are way... My joke of an hour <laughs> 45 is true. It's a, it's All right. Um, All right, then so... let's do this bit quick. Guess what? <laughs> TFC have a new app to scout players. Check it out. Um, Hooray! They're looking exactly. for kids. TFC, kids. we want to see. We want to see your kids. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Get your kids to yeah. tape themselves running back and forth a few times and send really it over fast. the internet. Well, that's Mid-mid. grotesque. <laughs> yes. I, I just well, yeah. I mean, I I hope I hope the app works and I hope uh, they find some players who will just waste away their important years in a bench or an academy that will never play them or see them see first. 
team play. So, great. Yeah, do it. Sign up today, kids. <laughs> All right. This Friday, uh, TFC, nice. at least currently, will be taking on um, the Cheesemakers uh, in Montreal. And uh, that makes sense. They're, Montreal... they're, they're, they're the cheese and the poutine. If Vancouver's the the, uh, the fries, there you go. We're the gravy. We're with mm. the gravy makers. Wow, <laughs> oh, I managed to circle back. I'm so proud of you. Um, <laughs> the um, anyway, so Montreal managed. Now again, keep in mind they're playing the the shit show that is Vancouver, but um, the chips and they're. In their match against <laughs> Vancouver, actually managed to look the white good. chips. <laughs> hey. Um, uh. Anyway, so they play this Friday as Dad Saputo. Uh, let's just move on very quickly. Player to watch from Montreal. Thierry Henry. It's, it's, it's not about the players. It's about the, Thierry Henry. Yeah. Look, he's the legend. I oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I feel like I've seen more photos of Thierry Henry looking angry, pensive, or whatever, than any other outfield player since he's arrived. So that's actually weirdly true, but I know that's not the answer in question. And after that, I'll choose, how are you not getting more from Victor Wanyama? Yes. Yes. He actually, he almost scored a very nice goal in that match, though. Mm -hmm. Almost. Almost. Oh, no, no, no. This this was actually like... I, I could feel things happening. Things. It was, it was, it was, it was at least an impressive attempt. Um, yeah, if not Winyama, then Arudi. Joy, Arudi's fun. Sorry, right. Piet, the bulldog. Yes, yeah. always, always a good choice. Uh, All right, la- la- Lassie, uh, Lassie Lapanainen. Just because I love saying Finnish names, there's so much. It's <laughs> fun, and he did score a very nice goal. So yeah. there you go. He's he's, and he he's on a roll. Timmy in the well. That's true. Mm. <laughs> and Max Arudi. Mm-hmm. All right. Predictions then. 1-1. One, one. Meh. Agreed. Dun- Duncan, you never predict boring scores. I'm concerned. Are you okay? Yeah, you know. Yeah, this It'll this one a... does have that on it. Yeah. Sloppy attacking shit show. The, uh, yeah. yeah, I was just no looking one will for really that. Be able to put anything together. I was looking for that three-three defensive shit show. Um, goals galore. I forget what there was another line. It's all. Uh, isn't it's that smudging. the usual? Yeah, like yeah, that's that's uh, the entertaining uh, sloppy uh, goal fest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be uh, two nil Toronto. Two nil Toronto. It's Toronto's played two games. Montreal has watched two games. So I feel like. They got they got a little mo they got a little momentum behind them, as compared but, but to are they tired? Are Probably. They tired? Well, I mean, mm. we'll see how Toronto's we'll see. Toronto's had more rest though. Montreal just played. Toronto's Toronto's had. Oh, did they? They've had more. Didn't Montreal just play? I didn't know that. I didn't realize that they had. Like uh, last night. <laughs> yeah, then I'm, then I'm sticking to two nil. So. So yeah. Excellent. Oh, I should I should do mine. Uh, what, yeah. what did I have here? Sorry, uh, I spaced. Trying to close um, out the show, Kristen. Jesus. Sorry, I know, I know. I'm 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 messing it all up right here at the very end. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go three-one uh, for Toronto. Woo! I know. I know. All right, that's our show. I swear, that's the whole show. Nothing but the whole show. Um, please join us next week when we 
look back at whatever is happening um, with across various leagues. Hopefully some MLS teams uh, don't play. Uh, see what's happening on the island. Look back at the Women's Champions League final. Does Kadisha Buchanan uh, get to hoist the trophy for the fourth time? And more. I have been joined by the entire Vocal Minority Podcast panel to be found out there on the Twitters at Duncan D. Fletcher, Mr. Duncan Fletcher. Hello. Out there on the Tweet Machine at Malarkey FC, Tony Walsh. Goodbye. In the Twitterverse at KidNerdMark with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. Did you guys know that Partick Thistle sells a t-shirt that says Thistlemania and it's in the Hogan <laughs> style? <laughs> Get <laughs> out. I yes. love Patrick Have Thistle. you ordered four for us already? Uh, no, well, they're 20 quid a piece. So, uh, um, oh. uh, that, 20 quid? Woof. Yeah, <laughs> that's before shipping. Oh. Damn. But anyway, Thistlemania. Something to dream about, something to dream about. Yeah, but, you know, I'm, sure, I'm sure Brexit's bringing the pound down, so 20 quid isn't what it used to be these days, is it? <laughs> Um, as for me, you can find me on the internet, yes, the entire internet at KZ Knowles. I've been your host, Kristen Knowles. And until next week, Canada, get used to it.